I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. Is that a doormat in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? The only marathon I'll be running is an eight-hour housewife binge. Oh my god. <laughs> You guys, it's Andy's Girls. Now, I know I say this every week, but I genuinely forgot. I was slightly preoccupied preoccupied right before we started recording just now, and I forgot what episode this is. So it's like 56 or 57. It's one of those. It's like maybe 134 and a half. <laughs> We're in like the three quarters. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. Um, so excited to talk to you, all of you today at this very moment on a cheery <laughs> Sunday. Are you having after. a good Sunday? I'm having the best Sunday. It was supposed to rain, but apparently the, the teardrops were, were just enough inside of myself. Um, no, we had just like such a great, I honestly had the best Saturday ever yesterday because it was beautiful. I went to Brooklyn. I went to Greenwich Village. I went to Soho. I went to Chelsea. I went to Flatiron. I went, oh my God. I got a massage in Midtown East. So I was like living my best life. And Sunday is like the reckoning of Saturday when it's like, you did so much, like take a moment, like reevaluate your, your life for a second. And like, really think about the choices that you've made. So I've had, I've had a super soul Sunday. I've been finding both my inner Oprah and my inner Gail. Maybe it's like an inner Oprah, outer Gail. Um, and I'm super <laughs> into it. You're hanging on. I'm matters. hanging on. Um, guys, I'm so excited to be joined by OG of the AG, friend of the, of the Housewives and certainly of Andy's Girls, Lewis Peitzman, who is the deputy editor of Arts, Arts and, and Entertainment, Entertainment, which is exactly what I thought it was. 
was going to happen. You got it. I was so close. Guys, we have like over, and you're my favorite, by the way, deputy editor of any deputy oh editor that I can think of in the world. And I know so few. Well, you know. You are, you know, you're just the one. You're the one <laughs> for me. Louis <laughs> what a Sunday. What a fun Sunday this has been. Um, how's your Sunday been? How's your life been? Great. Everything's good. I feel like we haven't had you on in a hop and a skip. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm busy. You're busy, like, reviewing well, theater and talking just, to like, Catherine McKee on Twitter. And... Well, yeah, that's a whole <laughs> process. No, I just, like, see a lot of theater, and then, like, it'll die down, and then I'll, I'll have no life again. It's, like, always like this. It's, like, at the end of the season, I'm busy all the time, and then it just goes away. And suddenly I'm like, wait, what are friends? Like, what are, how do I It's so interesting that you say end of the season. I know you're talking about theater, but I immediately think of, like, franchises. And mm. I'm like, which season? Because Beverly Hills is almost done. Right. No, I know. Potomac just started. New York just started. Thank God. Thank God for that. Right? So This is the rare moment when we have four going at once. It is. Thank God it's a rare moment, I have to say, because it's so exhausting. It's a bit much. And I, as you know, as a true... Um, devotee of all things housewives literally woke up this morning like set my alarm to wake up to watch everything over because i couldn't remember what had happened this week i remember dying for new york remember dying for potomac and i don't remember beverly hills well actually happening and then i rewatched it again i was like you know what i don't i think this might actually be dead air i don't even know if there's anything on screen there's nothing happening it's not as bad as oc in terms of boredom but it's very much like there's nothing going on p.s speaking of oc did you watch the so andy Cohen did watch what happens live in LA this past week and he did a special episode I think it was last Wednesday ish with Dorinda Medley and like the night of 31 doorbells and it was a hag fantasia it was genuinely (laughs) (laughs) I heard about this but I didn't watch it like I honestly I get so stressed out um when I see housewives out of their element like in the jungle so he brought the entire fucking forest to all of us and it was every two seconds so he didn't actually get to talk to any of them like every two seconds Jill Zarin's walking out with a tennis racket and an outfit and then like the crowd is screaming and everyone's freaking out and then he like tries to have a moment and be like I'm so sorry about Bobby but like everyone's so excited and they're screaming right. and none of it makes sense Dorinda's there um Vicky is there Vicky's talking about Brooks getting married which just happened I know like two weeks ago does she have feelings about that she was like he can go fuck himself I mean she got on delays in the separation so that's really all that matters she's never like come out strongly enough though against Brooks I think she is now because she probably feels slightly humiliated about maybe someone you know someone being chosen instead of her but I think that they had broken up before that happened right I don't feel like the breakup ever really felt real or made sense until there were like potential legal ramifications and then she felt more passionately that she disliked him like I always felt like she left a little bit of an air there of like well you know it's not that I didn't know and I was a victim, but also he's not, like, the devil. And I think now she's realizing with time that he maybe is, like, the Antichrist. I don't know. I don't believe it. What don't you believe? I don't believe that she actually thinks he's, like, I don't know. She just, like, doesn't seem like she's, I, I worry that if he were, like, I want you back. She would she, totally, yeah. She would take him back. Well, he's been divorced how many times? Three or five? I'm actually shocked that he wasn't married the whole time he was with Vicky. Like, that would not surprise me if he'd been, like, secretly married. I'm sure he was secretly stripping other people. Oh, Because he is a man in this world. Right, but, and a con artist. But, right. But, you know. I mean, I, it was great to see her. It was interesting because she was with Gina Keo, who got an entirely new face, and the lines 
under her chin don't match up. So Andy's like, I heard you got a facelift. And she was like, yeah. And she turned her face. And I was like, where did the left side of her chin go? Like it didn't, it was like a little bit of like a squiggle, but I appreciated it because who doesn't love Gina Keogh? Gina Keogh was there. Um, Lori wearing Peterson was there. Oh God. Right. Um, so that was really interesting. She's too sad. She's too sad, but she's now like a grandma, but also a parent because she adopted yeah, she, she her adopted son, the Josh's grand, right, the daughter. Grandkid, yeah. Which thank God for that grandkid got seriously really yeah, a lot yeah. of. Um, and then is he in prison? Yeah, he almost killed a guy. Yeah. So like, wish we had that on camera, but also so, too, too much. Sad. Too, too much. <laughs> too sad. Um, and then Gretchen Rossi was there, and then Andy goes, <laughs> sort of like similar to what happened with Kenya on the Atlanta reunion, which we'll get to. Andy goes, um, so Gretchen, are you in? Sl-? And I'm like totally paraphrasing, so I might have made up like 97 percent of this. But he goes, are so are you enslaved thinking about having a family? And then she was like really trying to get a headline, so she said something along the lines of. I maybe you'll hear something like a headline in a couple weeks or a month and no see, response. Did you see Slade? Slade, he Slade's, said they were, they were pregnant. Oh, he did. I saw something, but they're up not, on it's like, they're, they're not doing pregnant. IVF and, sh- and it's like, that's very, it's very hard to get wait. Pregnant. Is there a baby happening or it's is it, so is there a baby the in her tummy? Is, is the question, misleading. is there, did the stork find out that she got picked up for another <laughs> season and he's dropping off that fucking child God. outside of production? They're never having Gretchen back on full time. They're never going to, but it made me sad because she wants it so, so badly. Bad. And they're at this point where they're like trying to be nice, which is right. always an interesting, because they, they're but, trying to like suck up so much to get back on. And the only way she would get back on is if Vicky was really <sighs> forcing it through. But now that Vicky and Tamara and Shannon are like friendly again, they don't need her. So the what, only reason they would the, need her the is... Dra- what's the drama next season then? Um... I don't know. The show is in such a mess. I'm like, what are they going to do? They have to bring... Well, what's her face? What was the name of the Armenian woman with the cars? I hate cars, by the way. Peggy? Peggy. They made such a bad casting choice with Peggy that they need to put someone in who is like a spark of fire who can get Like Kelly Dodd? Like Kelly Dodd, who, by the way, had her best season by far last season. Well, she's been in two. Yeah, but her best season by far was last season. I felt for her. The fact that she was like becoming really honest about the um, bad energy coming in the toxic relationship she had with her husband and how that had to end. I I really appreciate it. She had real great moments. I just feel like the show is so messy and like. I feel like they like that Tamara and Vicky and Shannon made up because they were just like we can't do the storyline anymore. Like, oh, one hundred percent, Tamara. Nobody gives a shit. No one right. gives a shit. It's like they and Shannon needs that money now. Rest in peace, well, David. Now he's in the fake thank grave. God. Oh my God. Can you? And there have been texts that have been coming out this week about shitty things that he said that I guess um, Jeff Lewis said on his radio show, and I didn't read them, but I believe that they're terrible. And they're like fighting in court, and he says that his company is going to go down in flames. And that he only makes like a couple hundred K a year, which does yeah, not make right. sense because they lived in a $13 million palatial mansion, yeah. all green. So like who is paying Dr. No Moon? No <laughs> Who's paying Dr. Moon for those like holistic treatments instead of getting an antibiotic if we do not have <laughs> more of David Bedore's uh. money happening? I mean, I think next season, going back to what you're saying, 
I think it could be like OC turtle time. Like I think Shannon and Kelly are genuinely going to be hilarious. I don't know. Yeah, I just like don't know what the what the drama is going to be because I don't know who's going to fight at this point. Tamara with her daughter. Oh, so too sad. sad. It's not. It's so dark. I don't like want to see that. Um, and what her daughter else will is never. There? Her daughter will never be on. But she went to the show. Of course she won't. But she doesn't even want to be talked about on the show. Right. So there's like that. I don't know. Like Maybe Tamara and Eddie will get divorced. I don't see it. <laughs> no, I think they're going to stay together. Last season was just such a disaster. It was like I wanted Lydia back. And then when she was back, it was like Ugh. just the worst. Lydia talking about how Jesus wouldn't like a drag queen. I was like, I mean, it was horrible. It was horrible. It wasn't and good. And then Peggy was the worst housewife of all time. Peggy was the worst housewife of all time. I am super sad that um, Megan King Edmonds is like super busy birthing her like beautiful Beyonce babies and won't be joining I, us again yes. i don't think she'll ever come back we're gonna have to add like at least two more people who are they gonna they need to add real like orange hued people <laughs> with billions of dollars of new money it's so hard though because it's like very new rare, people very new rare, people very rare though that like a new housewife comes on comes on and like immediately like is great like it takes like a while to settle in usually like kelly dodd was like really hostile her first season but she was not like fun it took a while for her to like become a, like an actual housewife that I wanted to see right. on screen. Yeah, and I just feel but like she also is like messy. Right, but my point is like it's hard to like I can't. Like, there's very few examples of like a housewife coming on and immediately like making the show better. Well, I would put a couple people. I would put a couple people in that category. Dorinda Medley changed the game. Yeah, no, I mean it happens. Shannon changed the game. Margaret Josephs on that like sh- the shittiest of all franchises, New Jersey. Well, Jersey was great last season. It was no, it was, and it, that was largely Danielle also. So, what do you think about? Um, okay, wait. All right, what do you? I don't. I don't, don't understand. understand. Words are hard. You, you don't think Jersey was good last season? I think I thought it was maybe it was, it was so improved. It has it set went, the bar from, so low with being, the Mark Casey's and the fucking twins it went from and like being the like husband an, might be un- fucking the mom. Unwatchable to being like really entertaining. I thought it was actually really entertaining. Yeah. I thought, oh my god, Lewis, Ben, who is it? <laughs> who am I talking no, to? No, I mean like, listen, I think Teresa's useless. I like wish she were off the show. She's got too much. At I risk. like don't care about. I don't care about the Gorgas. Like I don't care about any of that. I just thought that like I loved all the crazy shit with Danielle, and I loved that like I loved like Siggy being a nightmare, and I loved Dolores as like the voice of reason who would like. I die for Dolores. I die for Dolores like, all day. Could not take it anymore. Yeah. Because she was like, why are you hanging out with this horrible person? I love Dolores and Frank. I think they should get back together in a, well, a second. Although he's kind of a shitty guy. He doesn't deserve her, but no, still. Who does? Um, no, I just like really enjoyed it. And I thought that it was like a, a return to form for a franchise that seemed but, like it was off the deep end. Okay. So, you know, our country is having a lot of difficult conversations right now about sure. like racism and gun control and stuff. So noting that, why would you advocate or celebrate a woman who brought armed guards <laughs> to a taping with Caroline Manson. I knew you were going to go there. Um, how do you? No, how do I you don't. I don't. I don't justify it. We, we, we've talked about this before. I don't think it was appropriate or like ethical or she's a garbage person. No, no, no. Danielle should never be back on the show. Right, but, but now that she's now back. that she is. It was entertaining. Do you think she should get a full steaming pile no. of trash or whatever they hold in their hands? No. <laughs> <laughs> a garbage truck? <laughs> no, there's no Some way. Some dead bodies that I, they just cradle. I do, love that she, like, I do love that she randomly fucked a guy in the bathroom at the restaurant. 
her fiance 20 times. She's no longer fiance 19 times, 20 times. And that disgusting marinara laden pizza pasta emporium. I just like can't deal with the fact that they're like, that she's like basically made Teresa apologize. And she's like, my daughters have like, like, listen, live your best life. Like I'm not judging her for like having sex in a bathroom. Yeah. But she's acting like. Not that bathroom. Any other bathroom. But she's acting like there's like this kind of like that Teresa kind of gave her a bad reputation. And I'm like, no, I mean, you are crazy. You bring guns to like housewives tapings you like fuck people in bathrooms like all things you're welcome to do but like you can't blame teresa for like making you have a better reputation like you're still danielle right she brings with herself all of herself right which is like not she's not an actual human being she's not her kids are there are four four kids this is on right now we're talking about the one that's not (laughs) we're talking you guys today um in honor of potomac and new york really killing it we're gonna just talk only about jersey oc OC. (laughs) we can talk about uh dallas Dallas. so what's coming back next oc um no i think dallas is probably coming back next is it is that summer one of them comes back in the summer Oh, maybe it's OC. I don't pay attention because it feels like every day is year round. Mm -hmm. Like, I just know that, like, (laughs) at one point something will be back. So we should talk a little bit about any of the other franchises that are on there. Um, Atlanta. Okay. Let's talk about the fact that... Let's do a deep dive into Atlanta. Well, here's my thing. Yeah, tell me everything. I was really surprised by the Oh, guys, I just got super liked on Tinder. Oh, I love when that pops up. Mazel to me. (laughs) Sorry. I'm so sorry. Tell Um, me everything. Also, Sheree was fired? Well, that's what I was going to say. I was so shocked that Sheree was fired, but then I watched the reunion, part one, and I was like, oh, no one likes her. Well, Sheree was like... She definitely picked the wrong... (laughs) Like, jogger Sheree picked a jogger fight which Sheree picked a she by Sheree fight which didn't make any that sense that was ridiculous that was no, the dumbest I think thing that, I've ever I seen I think that her mistake though was like pledging her loyalty to Kim yeah of all people Kim Zolciak is who you're gonna like because then like it's like what do you go from there no one likes her anymore also Kim was, doesn't like her anymore no like <laughs> it was also really dumb that she the Porsche thing, where she was like, "You said you can't trust me," and it's like, "You first of all, Porsche's right. You can't trust Sheree. Like that's not like obviously you can't trust Sheree." Um, but also like just let it go because Porsche was your one your one ally, and now you've like alienated Porsche too. So now you have no one. No, it didn't. It didn't make any strategic sense. I do think though that Sheree has so much this weird prison romance with Tyrone. And he's not getting out to twenty twenty two. He's not getting out for a hundred years, but she's pretending his like felony is going to be overruled no he was up for parole okay and it was denied when was it denied after the filming of the of the reunion i'm pretty sure but he's also like saying how he's going to take care of her and she's like intimating that he has a ton of money which i feel like is probably a really bad idea to say not knowing given that he was in he's in prison for like fraud and shit like stealing stuff yeah like maybe don't talk about it i still don't understand how she's keeping the lights on at chateau charay i genuinely don't understand where her money has been coming from when she's not in the show but she needs this show to continue and i love seeing her on the show yeah she she i mean she was gone for a few years and came back like so and she was such a delight and it right. was like i do feel like it's hard i mean i think that like one part of being on the show is like a little bit like you're saying strategic and you have to kind of like have some allies right and so watching her in the reunion after being like there's no way she was fired i was like oh wait maybe she was because like she's really doesn't have a storyline and there's no one who wants to engage with her and kim is like fuck y'all i have a spinoff and when that spinoff i don't think they want kim back either because kim also was like did that annoying thing of like she would pop up to like kind of stir shit up but then like back away 
So I think there was like drama there. I don't, that was the impression that I got that she was supposed to be a little bit more in the season and then kind of like didn't want to go on the trip, for example. Right. Well, how did she on earth, how on earth did she build into her contract that, uh, that Troy, that Croy would even be an option to go on the plane with her to like wherever the fuck they went? I have no idea. It didn't make any sense to me. Like that it was even a conversation amongst the women. I was like, he can pick you up and drop you off. And if you want to pretend that he's the body man, because that's how insanely unhealthy your relationship is where you are only surrounded by each other and you're 19 and growing children (laughs) then like there you go but it doesn't you know give yourself a little bit of a sense of freedom you've isolated both of your families neither one talks to either set of parents i don't even know if she has the same stylist like who does she have around her she has tracy bloom the chef and she has her children but i it's not great i've like i've dipped my toes in i'm very concerned that brielle looks like her mother i'm like genuinely concerned that brielle you know what kim looks like right now um a melting candle yes um okay so there's a few looks i think that i've been able to Compare her to. Tell me everything. She looks like Elise Elliott after she has her lips blown up in the beginning of First Wives Club. <gasps> Elise! Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, I love Elise! Okay, there's that, but also I realize she looks eerily like when mm. they put on the white makeup in White Chicks. Oh yeah, and Damon Wayne said she looks- that... Did he wait? Did he? He said that on Instagram, and she responded, and she's Stop like, "I used to be a fan, but like." Stop it. Yeah, because Kim can't not say something. I thought I was alone in thinking this. I didn't realize no, it was like... No, the Wayne's brother... Is it Damon? I forget which Wayne's is like responsible for what. They're all like trains of industry. There's Damon like three of them. Marlin. There's like seven of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, okay. Whichever one was behind hot chicks, white chicks, white, white chicks. hot chicks, um, <laughs> posted something and she like... Yeah, because she has different skin now. It's not it even like, like she's wearing a mask. I honestly was like, it the only way this really makes sense is like, stretch her face. I thought she was gonna like pull the mask off and reveal it was like Jill witches. Saren. <laughs> oh my god! I just like can't deal. With it. Anyway, um, so Kim's not gonna be back either. Sheree's not gonna be back, and then Kenya's gonna be gone. Okay, so we need to talk about Kenya because first off, Kenya's not pregnant. Kenya said, I'm going to have an exciting announcement at the end of the year, which everyone was like, how far along with you? Everyone just assumed she was pregnant. A, she's not pregnant. B, I don't think she is doing a surrogate because she said that she wasn't, but why am I like taking her at face value? C, maybe she's adopting, which would make sense. But she said on Instagram she was pregnant. Did she? She did. She's not pregnant. I don't want to like. I don't. I don't know. She, no. I, don't, I, don't I know that go, you. I, I know that you don't. But I. I do. You do whatever you want. She's not pregnant. Like guys, remember, she's done this thing of like getting photographed outside of like fertility clinic clinics in Barbados, where she's like baiting paparazzi, and it's probably her intern slash assistant who's taking the photo and then leaking it to whomever. She's not having a baby. It doesn't make sense. The, her reaction to that and coming out of the gate two seconds in by telling that to Andy was either to buffer the shit that she thought was coming her way with Mark and to present herself as like a totally united happy family family or something else she is not having a baby mark my words she has done this before just like she's dating a prince just like walter her boyfriend for hire is her one true love and they were going to elope on vacay like it's not real i am like fascinated by her this season because she definitely was like doing her kenya thing of trying to present like a really like an image of whatever yeah for like the very for the very first time she was trying to totally recast herself but she but didn't tell anybody she was falling apart in ways that i found like really organic like when she was crying on the phone with him and being like i don't want to get divorced did you think that was real i do i do i think that she genuinely like realized that like she found some guy to marry her like for whatever reason right for whatever reason is the important line there and and she realized that, like, this could easily go away. And this is all she has. And then I think also when she was freaking out in the bathroom and she, like, flipped off the cameras, 
that was real too. Oh yeah, I love that moment with Portia, but like looking was, at the camera. That like, was what real. The she was like, she was like not into it. She's like over the show, but she also is. She's not over being famous. She's not over the show. She is over being put into a situation that she and her husband have placed herself in, where she decided to get married to someone who hates her job. Now, if I was truly madly deeply in love with someone and they were doing something and I didn't, couldn't care less about what it was, I would still support that person in their endeavor I, yeah. because I love them. And what is happening is she decided to be to get married six months to the day after meeting a guy who has said to production, which she tried to deny until Andy was like, no, like literally he said this to producers, to production that he hates the show and that it gives black women a bad rep. Right. He and he may allegedly he's never seen the show before, so I don't know how he's coming up with that. But if he has seen the show before, and even he ha- even if he hasn't, he should know the person that he's coupling up with is part of the reason that this specific franchise has that reputation because of the violence that she initiated at the reunion a couple seasons ago because of some of the shit that she said and done because she goes really deep and dirty. And there are parts of that that make for amazing TV, but she also needs to come. She needs to look in the mirror and say, I made a choice to fall in love with someone who does not support my main source of income and celebrity, which she loves. Kenya loves being on this show. Kenya very well could be the star of the show. Nini has been so inconsistent over the last couple seasons. It's hard because like Kenya's so inorganic that I feel like she'll never be the star because she's just too calculated. It's like how, I don't know, like it's like how... I'm trying to give a good example. Like, I feel like Tamara has that problem on OC where, like, her her storylines are so clearly, like, concocted to be yeah, a storyline for the season. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. But it's like whatever. you never, yeah, Jesus or wanting to have a baby or wanting to be a bodybuilder or wanting to, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know it's, it's like, I've decided my storyline. Yeah. So you never, like, you never, like, really, she's not, never as compelling as someone, like, truly unhinged like Vicky. But I do think that you saw genuine organic tension this season because she was trying to present herself as a happily married missus. Oh, absolutely. Noting that or trying to avoid the fact that her husband doesn't want to be anywhere the fuck near her on camera and is super uncomfortable with being attached to the show and married one of the leads from the fucking show. Like, she's holding a goddamn peach. Yeah, I just think that, like, it'll be... I'm saying that, like, I don't think she'll ever be, like... The thing is, like, people like Candy and Cynthia, like, you just kind of, like, they're real people. Even though they're, like, I don't know. To me, like, they're people that, like, I actually care yeah, about. Yeah, I don't get this whole thing with Will. I think Will is super gross oh, and disgusting. Oh, he's super shady. Candy is 100% the most real person on the show, hands down. And Todd is perfect for her. They are the perfect united couple. Um, they're pure, perfect little, like, you know, little person baby. Like, they're <laughs> adorable. Like, they're no, they're really, they're truly terrific. Right. I just feel like it's not, like, there's just no way that... Poor Kenya. This isn't going to end well for her. She's going to no. lose the show and the love. What will be left? And then, God forbid, she loses the show in the love and, like, Portia remains. I, I would like kill Portia myself. To, what, so what are they going to do? Are they going to bring anyone back? Are they going to, like... I mean, Eva will be full-time next season, I think. Eva deserves will, to be full-time. I love She'll Eva. have a little bouncing baby and her, like, weird husband, like, ran for whatever. Poor, poor Shamia would, like, is, like, dying... Shamia and Marlo are, like, clearly dying for a peach. And, like, they're just never going to get it. Because Marlo is too crooked for this. Oh. Like... I, I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with Marlo. I'm obsessed. But she will never get a peach. And Shamia is just what, like boring? I don't know. Yeah, Shamia's dumb. But like I like her because it makes um Portia uncomfortable and I appreciate that. But wait, can you explain to me what happened with 
our version of Pizzagate with this guy, John, from like whatever dumb, disgusting, multi-million dollar company that he has. So John, after Nene and Greg got divorced, John appeared briefly and cameoed. Remember the white guy with like the, and he was like kind of oily and I was not into it. And he would like give her Manolos and bags and she was super uncomfortable. I never thought that she was having sex with him. She, I'm sure they never did not once, but he was trying to court all her. All these households have these like sugar daddies who they don't sleep with. Like Sonia's yeah, had all these people where I'm like, where I'm like you're myself. not fucking this person. No. Like, you're just getting the gift. I don't even think they're kissing. Like remember like no. Nini, I've never seen Nini as uncomfortable as she was in those scenes with John. But then, <laughs> but then Kenya brought up as like a reason that Marlo is the devil that Marlo had blackmailed John or something no, and got Nini. him to, or had blackmailed Nini about John and then John paid off 20K which went to her like Barney's or Neiman Marcus, right. I'm sure $9 million bill. What I didn't understand what that was about. I don't think we have the full story there. I don't think but also anyone no has the one full, disputed Ken, it. Right. But Nini definitely didn't want to talk about it, but then she was like making jokes about how like he how did he not go broke dating her, which they never really dated. But it didn't make any sense to me. But it was also a sign of like, yeah, Marlo is like Shady. Marlo is like fucking shady as shit. Like Marlo has like 35 like mug shots. Like Marlo is like not fucking around. Like Marlo is like the real Danielle. Yeah. Like Marlo is genuinely the Danielle Staub of Atlanta, except she hasn't fun. actually <laughs> murdered anyone on camera quite yet. Yeah. She can be a little bit fun and amusing. And I actually do enjoy that. Like Nini's like getting the, along with her. I like that Marlo comes on and like stirs shit up. I do think she's often really cruel. I think that what she said about Kenya and her mom was, was so, terrible. Was the so... face stuff I didn't really care about, but the mom stuff no, I was actually really, really sad about. I couldn't deal with that. That was too much. It was too much, right? It made me really upset. I was like, don't do that. Like that's like, I feel bad for Kenya, which is not a place I want to be. But that was actually, by the way, the first moment that I actually felt for Kenya in that storyline when she like knocked on her mom's door. Cause you could tell that was super real. And the anxiety and tension with Lori, her aunt Lori, when Lori's like, I don't really want to talk about all this it was stuff. Like it was inappropriate of you to do that. You had no right. A hundred percent. When she, it was her mother. She had every right. And she's also on a reality show and she can own, Kenya has every right I to own the, her childhood and okay, the shit that went down. There is an unspoken thing that happens on these shows where it's like what her aunt's really saying is like, you had no right to put your mom in that position by bringing the cameras and doing that all on camera. Right. Like if you really wanted to repair a relationship with someone like that, like you don't have to do it on camera. And Kenya's like, on camera's all I have. And probably the only way that I can even, like, make this happen. And who knows if production thought of it. I don't know that they did. No, I bet it was her idea. I can't believe you think that she's going to get fired. I can't actually believe it. That was the rumor. And that was also, that happened with the the trip, because she didn't go on the trip. Right. Well, it was a rumor that happened while the season was airing that she was going to get I fired also mid-season. Kim was like tr- Kim was also pushing this narrative. Oh, I'm sure she was. But I don't think it's untrue. I think that like when you st- when you stop going on trips, I mean, that's what happened with Aviva. Like, uh, <laughs> they punish you. And Luann, well, there was maybe a salary dispute with Luann. Yeah, Luann but, like, was a salary dispute. But Aviva, they like removed her from the opening credits. She wouldn't go on the, <laughs> she she wouldn't go on the, the trips. Trip. You can't just not go on the trips. Oh my God, you guys, legs up for Aviv's. Um, so I mean, we'll see what happens. Next season, I think that Sheree needs to be back just because I love that in these dumb little moments where they're fighting during the reunion, Sheree can just like lift out of thin air. Like, I used to get you into clubs. Like, there is something about them talking about their relationships truly before either of them were famous, were on this show when Sheree was genuinely the one with money and Nini was not. Yeah. I mean, there is something really interesting in the fact that they can kind of like fuck with each other. No one else can no, truly I want do her back. Nini. I want her back too. She has to be back. Yeah. And Portia, we said what? Whatever. I don't care. She's a little baby vegan now, which I'm like kind of into. I she's like don't, pretending to be an actor. I don't dislike Portia. I'm just sort of over 
her storylines. What did you think about... So Candy's made a huge point of saying, like, it's not... You're pretending, like, you had no role in the fake rape gate, but the importance was that you knew it was bullshit and you said it on camera. Yes. You made a choice because yes. you were trying to get seek revenge on me. What do you think about her apologies or lack thereof? No, it's absolutely true. It's the other thing, like, we're saying about, like, the way this show works and the way all of these shows work where, like, it's often unspoken. And actually, Atlanta is, is better about, like, acknowledging... Like, they break the fourth wall a lot more than the other ones, I think. I think they have to. And I think that, like, what they're saying, what she's saying is, like, very true. It's, like, it's not just that you, like, said this dumb rumor that, you know, it wasn't true. It's, you put that out there, so now when you Google Candy Burris and, like, date rape, it's, like, there. Right. And that's also why she wanted um, Portia to be there on camera for Essence, because she was, like, you tried to bring me down, and I am soaring like a fucking phoenix from the fire. Right. And it's, like, Phaedra's ashes burning below. (laughs) P.S. Andy said at one point that, like, Never say never to Phaedra coming back. How on earth? No, there's no way. As a liability, maybe, maybe they're if, so fortunate if, that maybe if Candy, Candy didn't sue the shit out of them. Oh yeah, maybe if Candy left. I can't see Candy ever leaving the show though. She's so good for the show. I don't she's know good how for the sh- show and she doesn't. She doesn't actually like. Well, last season, if she came back after last season, I feel like she's, nothing's going to stop her again. You know what I mean? Like, that was, like, the worst it gets. Right. Like, you couldn't be angrier, talk about fourth wall at production, than you would be noting that all of this stuff is happening and it's, you know, becoming a part of the season, right. 100%. They could have edited it out they entirely. They didn't. But, you know, it worked for her. She ended up booking a Broadway show. Did you see her in Chicago? I did. did? <gasps> you did? I did. How was it? Uh, Did she know some of her lines? She knew all of it. She was actually really good. No, she wasn't. Yes, she, she was. was. <gasps> she wasn't. Candy like, Burris Tucker. Her, her acting was, you know, was fine, but her singing was great. She sounded amazing. I was actually really surprised. Not not surprised. She was Mama but like, Morton. Yeah, but she sounded so good that I was like, she really is nailing Can't it. Sing. I knew I she could. That. I knew she could I forget sing. that she can sing. I knew she could sing, but I also like have seen other housewives do theater. I just was like not expecting anything amazing. Who else have you seen do theater? Um, I saw. Uh, God, I can't remember who it was. It might have Bethany been Bethany Didofello. <laughs> I can't actually remember, which is like, it was that unmemorable. Mm. It might have been Nate- A lot of them have been doing like the vagina monologues in like Wyoming and sure, like East I mean, Tennessee. Same. I just like, I just feel like I've seen, I knew that I knew what to expect and I was like, oh, she actually is like pulling this off and she was the best part of the show because it's a terrible production now. Did you see Nini in um, fucking... Cinderella? Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, I feel like that might have been something. I saw Fran Drescher and Carly Rae. <laughs> wow. What is life? <laughs> A-list. Um, what else do we have to say about uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta? Waiting, waiting for next week. Or tonight. Tonight? Oh, yeah, because happy Sunday, guys. Best Sunday ever. Um, can't wait to see what happens. Episode two. Is it going to be a three-parter? Yes. Must. Yes. Okay, great. And so is BH. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Beverly Hills. So do I we have to talk about. Okay, Hills? so I write little notes to myself because even though you guys, I'm so devoted to this fucking podcast. And P.S. Shout out to like the tens of thousands of listeners that we've had. Like so amazing. Love all of you guys. Um, and P.S. One of you wrote a beautiful like sonnet of love to me, and I just forgot your name, and I'm too lazy to look through my email. <laughs> I think it's Greg or possibly George, but Greg or possibly George, hit me up because you said you had a story about Bethany, and I obviously need to hear about it so I can talk about it next week. So please, dive for you, um, Kiki, um, over email or DM or whatever, and tell me what's going on. Um, but wait, so Beverly Hills, so I usually write notes to myself about like what's going on right. to like remind myself of what the fuck happened so it doesn't like meld into one. Literally my note, what happened this season, question mark. Yeah, I don't, I mean nothing. So they're talking about panties again. Kudos. I mean like who gives a shit? Like honestly, Beverly Hills is so boring and like 
I don't even know how to fix it at this point. What do you think of Teddy? Because I know a lot of people strongly dislike Teddy. I am not one of those oh, people. Oh, no, I like, I like Teddy fine. I think that, like, you know what's weird about her, her like, kind of makeup with Erica thing? Tell was me. that, like, Erica came into that so angry. You notice that? Like, she was, like, there, she was, like, really hostile from the beginning. And I was, like... Yeah, it wasn't... It was weird. I was like, why are you... Like, you seemed like you were fine. You guys were, like, talking it out. And she was, like, immediately went back to, like, the pretend amnesia thing. Which, P.S., Erica knows what she said, and she was faking it. (gasps) What? You don't think so? I mean, I think that there was, like, a little... I think that Erica might have had, like, Lisa Rinna-itis for a second. Do you want me to hold your microphone? We're having accoutrement. Accessory. There we go. Love it. Nailed it. Um, nailed it. Um, I think that she was having like a little bit of a Lisa Rinna like amnesia. Do you, really, maybe? do you believe that Lisa Rinna ever does not recall saying Kim is close to death? I think Lisa Rinna goes into like a sweet space of like, what's happening? Oh, are these things that I say out loud? Do people actually talk about them? I was just doing it for like fun and entertainment, so I could like continue being on the show. Um, I don't know. Do I? Whatever. Think that- I. I just imagine. the point is that like Erica got way too angry over that and she was playing uh, talk about here's the thing like you could say whether or not she has pretend amnesia but sometimes erica as jane or gerardi puts on a little bit of a face and is doing a little bit for camera which is why when she was on watch what happens live this week and um andy said you know the number one question that people had was you said you were going to talk to teddy in private why did you do it in front of all these people and very very quickly erica jane slash gerardi said because it's a TV show. And there was a moment where I was like, oh, she just fucked up. Because this is different from Rapegate on Atlanta or anything else. Right. You don't want to acknowledge production in that way, in that space, because it's supposed to be something that really, truly upset you. And by saying that you brought it up, it really, quote unquote, really, truly upset you, but you brought it up in front of people just because either you were coached to or you thought it would be the best look right. on camera, I was like, oh, I think Erica just stumbled there, which I don't think... I think Andy's face was like, uh-huh. Like, that's not what that's I not wish you... Answer. That's yeah, not yeah. the answer, and that's not what you should have said. And she was winking a little bit too much. Not, like, literally winking, but, like... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? She was, like, not... physically. Mm, no, that's not a word. Mm, let's just move on. That's, like, count as I'm thinking of words. It, she was, like... She was, like, pretend, figuratively winking. And what... And it wasn't a great response because it was too much, like... I'm on TV. I'm going to pretend to be upset. And the whole point is that whether or not her anger was heightened, she was certainly very angry and very aggressive. Right. And it wasn't necessary. Right. But a lot of people dislike Teddy. Like, a I lot of people that. hate I mean, Teddy. Teddy. She's not Eden Sassoon, guys. I know she was brought on because her dad is, like, was famous 35 years ago. But, like, she's not as bad as Eden. Like, she at least is, like, slightly my, interesting. My issue with Teddy is that, like... Her husband looks like a vampire. Yes, but also like I feel like she's doing that thing where she's like trying really hard to be like I'm the normal one. I'm like the I'm like the not the crazy rich one. I'm the one who's just like down to earth and chill and all that stuff. But she's just as rich and out of touch as the rest of them. So that kind of drives me crazy. Is she but, just like, as rich? She's John definitely is rich. She's definitely very she's... rich. I don't know. The other thing that bothers me is that like, and this is not a Teddy problem. This is a show problem. There's yeah. no actual like conflict, and so they have to like harp on things like Dorit being late. Which she was very late. Which, by the way, I would I would lose my mind over. No, 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 and that's fair. I just mean like it makes her look petty, but it's not her fault. It's the fact that the show has nothing else to work with. Oh, right. So, so they're like ha- continue so they're, bringing so they're, this they're up. Like, they're like they're like forcing this fight to last forever. But I also believe that Dorit is. 
I mean, if we're going to talk about Petty, I think the Petty person in that was Dorit. Oh, Dorit's the worst. Dorit's the worst, but thank God she's there because at least her being completely insane is something for us to talk about. Yeah, I just feel like, and I do have to say the only thing this season that actually like was compelling to me was the Dorit, Lisa, Kyle stuff because yeah. there's so much actual damage there. Yeah, and yeah. I don't even know exactly what was really at the root of it. I think like there was like more happening than we realized. There was some subtext that I was like not quite getting as to why Kyle was so upset. I think Kyle was like, I have done so much and not brought up so much that could have upset you in the past and the absolute least you could do in this alliance that we call best friendship is support me in this and i don't believe that kyle and lisa actually care about each other so that's why it was when i see a fight like that i think it's like a power thing i think that there is caring there but it's also a power struggle and kyle's saying like you're not respecting me for my og status you're focusing on dorit and you don't even like dorit the reason that you like dorit is because you like pk because you like the husbands and not necessarily your co-star wives which she admitted to dorit in a very candid way and dorit like didn't get it or doesn't care or is too desperate but to Dorit stay on the was, show. Like, awful when she like jumped on top of Lisa and was like holding her down and being like forgive me or whatever she was doing it was she's not she's not okay she's not okay it's it, but you know thank god she's there I don't know what's going to happen next season I think LVP eventually needs to be a friend of because Vanderpump Rules is so is like flawless right now they're killing it they're doing such right. great work she doesn't need to be on this anymore we need to give Kyle a new Best friendship, nemesis, whatever. I wish Kathy Hilton was dumb enough to go on this show. It would change <laughs> everything. The fact that Kathy Hilton has not reached out to her sister about congratulating her about a TV series based on the life of their mother is so amazing to me. I do not care less about Kim. I care deeply about Kathy. Yeah, I want Kim to like live her life away from the show. I want I want Kim to find herself a life is there anyone, adjacent is to the there show. Is there anyone you would want to have come back? From Beverly Hills? Like Adrian or Taylor. Well, so Adrian was on that like 31 doorbells thing and she said some lovely things about Paul, which I actually really loved because I love that they they had that weird fake lying abuse thing when they were getting divorced. She didn't want to give up any of her money and then they figured it out and now they're co-parenting, which is beautiful. Um, I don't love Taylor because she had a suspicious life before the show that nobody really wants to talk about because of her husband's suicide and it's like she's not entirely innocent in that and i don't know how helpful that would be right um although who doesn't love a fifty thousand dollar birthday party for a three-year-old or whatever right it just like stop being like cute yeah it's like too dark i don't think adrian is gonna i don't think adrian can step up in the way that that beverly hills would need it to but i also don't think that brandy could should come back because i think it was just too trashy No, 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 no 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 I think that, like, if Camille wanted to be full-time... Oh, my God. St. Camille of grammar. I mean... Donna Tachi for days. Camille, like, really... Oh my this God. season, she really, like, turned it up. And I think a lot of it was because, like... Show us that she's, she's tried to be so, like, I'm above it all. Like, mm. I am just here to, like, she's be okay benevolent. She's okay to play in the mud but with the then pigs. she hated Dorit yes. so fucking much that Don't she was, all? like... She, like, let her oh. inner monster come out in a way that we was so are, satisfying. We are... Hashtag, we are coming. Donatachi, no, but I mean, like, grammar, <laughs> Donatachi again. I am into it. I'm into her like rugged sort of cowboy <laughs> lawyer fiance who might also be shitty. Like something came but up. Don't on, you, like, a don't you feel like it him. was like fascinating to watch how she's cultivated this image? Like she hired someone, like a PR guy to like fix her after he, season one because yeah. she was so hated. And he did a fucking excellent and job he of it. transformed her and she was like, she's kind of come on like in these like little like 
like appearances and you just everyone loves her and she's like perfect and then like suddenly she was like you're like oh you're still the same camille you've just been working so hard to hide that and now dorit is like so heinous that you cannot stop yourself from like tormenting this woman here's the thing dorit does not have camille money no one else does and dorit also is not as smart as camille um, is nor will she ever be. Right. And so Dorit's not going to understand that. Like there was a moment on one of the Watch What Hi- Happens live things where the housewife, the Beverly Hills housewives were all on and a viewer said something shady to Dorit and Dorit just got so furious and wouldn't let it go. She was like still muttering insults to this like viewer right. minutes after the question had been asked and answered and people had moved on because she's not, she's not smart. She's not with it, which is why she's good on camera, but also why she's not going to last. And you know, Beverly beach, God bless. If anybody needs some toilet, whatever, some Honestly, like dental like, floss to put up their ass, like the best hundred percent hit it up. But the otherwise best, the best acting that Eric has ever done was pretending that Beverly beach was like, not the worst name for anything. Beverly beach by like TJ Maxx by H and M by, <laughs> by like the guy on the street corner who sells fake pashminas for 6.95 like or buy like 7 for 10 like it's not it's a horrible horrible name it is a horrible name and the fact that pk came up with it it's like of yeah course you did. and so like she left thinking she was gonna get this like lux line named nave or navajo or something i forget and then came back and he's like it's gonna be a dollar it's beverly beach it's lux it's fabulous <laughs> it's bargain bin it's like we're pretending that it's a calabasas kanye kim style thing and like so, no one is telling them otherwise so upsetting so upsetting so um i also just have a question what's going on with Lisa Rinna? Has Lisa Rinna decided that she's no longer on the show? She's just like ghosting us and picking up a check. (laughs) What do you mean? She doesn't really actually, I feel like she hasn't been contributing this season. The only thing that she's been doing is like laughing at herself in confessionals. And then let's just like having a cocktail and slurring now and again, like not a, not a Dorinda slur, but like she's not actually delivering anything with the one exception that she said something super shady to LVP, when LVP was like on Watch What Happens Live on an after show, LVP was like, at least I don't make my money by like selling diapers. And Lisa Rinna leaned in and said, my diaper money is more than your restaurants have ever made. Oh. And everyone like Kyle threw herself on the ground like it was a super clean, elegant s- dabbing like straight to lvb's heart and it was perfect but aside from that which by the way was an after show on a different show watch what happens did not occur on beverly hills right makes me question i feel like you know is she too is she scared that she's gonna say something about kim like is she afraid that she's gonna like lose I her place know. does she I mean, feel like she doesn't need to deliver this season she might she might you know it's possible that she is realizing that i don't know i i they have a lot of money right but like I think that they have money. I don't know that they have a lot of money, but they live in that beautiful house and she gets to have sex with Harry Hamlin. And oh, I who mean, wouldn't listen, in a second. I just think about how much he works, like acting wise. Like mm. they clearly, he needs he to work on his body and stuff. <laughs> I just mean that like they clearly need like, need the gigs. Like she, and I, I yeah, she needs to make money to I support wa- her wa- supermodel wonder, daughter's hobbies. I wonder. <laughs> They're like big deals. You guys, I just wonder because of Japan or I whatever. I just wonder if like, at a certain point, she realized that her brand was becoming all housewives and wants to step away a little bit because, like Eileen, like she becomes like she's like has this acting career, right? She's like an Emmy winner or but whatever. She wants to daytime Emmy, but still, she wants to like not lose that. And I wonder if like that's part of why she's. But wait, is Lisa Rinna still? I'm not, guys. This is actual not shade. Is Lisa Rinna still an actor? She's she sells her dusters on she's QVC. Still, she still acts on what? 
various things such as i i couldn't tell you <laughs> exactly right and scenes so, <laughs> so we'll see what happens there okay guys we have to talk about new york obviously um so i'm gonna kick this off by we have to go through the new york taglines we have to talk about potomac this needs to be like an eight-part episode Liz Pites, i'm so glad you're here by the way you're like making <laughs> Just, my day what a pleasure what a pleasure um so guys first off before we get into taglines exciting news i um accidentally or whatever um designed andy's girls t-shirts they're not for sale because i don't know how that works and you guys know i'm barely on twitter as it is like e-commerce is not my thing but we're going to do a fun giveaway so you are going to get yourself hopefully you live in um these great United States or like passable United States, because I know that we have listeners all over the world and I like really the postage to send to Australia like makes me anxious. But um, <laughs> guys, we're going to do a fun little giveaway. So tweet me at Sarah Galley and tweet Lewis at Lewis Peitzman. He has just a couple of followers. He's got like 9 million followers. Um, tweet us with the hashtag Andy's girls and tweet us what your real housewife tagline will be. And we're going to choose a winner and send that winner an Andy's girls t-shirt. So you're going to tweet, me, Sarah Galley, and Lewis Peitzman with the hashtag Andy's Girls. Tweet us your Real Housewives tagline and a winner that we will choose um, based on hours and hours of, of judging. I'm and actually taking the next week off of, off of work, so I can just focus Lewis on Lewis Peitzman has taken the next week off of BuzzFeed, and I am t- currently unemployed, so I am also taking the next week <laughs> off of work, which my work is like shopping and um, in the, being in the fetal position watching various um, Bravo celebrities. Um, so tweet us and also Instagram us. I'm going to do one on Twitter and one on Instagram and we're going to send you a sassy little Andy's Girls t-shirt. So I can't wait to see. They're so cute. They're amazing. I'm going to give Lewis one after this because he's uh, my boo. Okay, guys. So that leads us into the New York taglines. So here are our taglines. Lewis Peitzman, give me your review. Carol Radswell. In the marathon of life, loyalty is everything. Boo. Doesn't make any sense. In the marathon of life, Boo. loyalty is everything. But you ran the marathon in episode two yeah, or three? Yeah, no, I can't. Guys, no, no trying. That makes me concerned. Um, I think she should have referenced her passive-aggressive relationship with Bethany, which we will get to in a moment. Um, Dorinda, I have a big heart but little patience. I missed the old one. What was the old she one? Had, I'm drunk? You, wait, she, you know she had another tagline? Did she like read eh? She had another tagline, and no. then it came out, yes. And then, like, two hours later, she was like, uh, she's a new tagline now. And it was like... <laughs> was it like, I'm drunk? It Cheers? Was like, it was like... Um, it was too close to lose real life? It was like, you may not understand everything I'm saying, but, like, <laughs> it always makes sense, or something like that. <gasps> what? That's so good. It was basically, like, it was definitely referencing her slurring. NFL? Her slurring, and so, and, our, and, and we were all, like, you know, in our Housewives <gasps> Slack at work, where we talk about Housewives. Ooh. Um, You'll teach me what Slack is later. It's a, it's like an office, it's a, I don't inner care. office. Yeah, like, I don't do chat. I'm too okay, old. Okay. Don't worry about it. Um, anyway, we were like, yeah, it's funny, but also it's like a little dark because we know that she's going to be dealing with her like alcoholism this season. So it's like, do we really want to reference her slurring? But that, and then as soon as we said that, like she was like, Bravo was like, surprise, this is a new tagline for her. So I think that like there was backlash right away and she like changed it. Backlash from who? From Dorinda? From John? Well, well, from Madame Paulette? Well, from wishers, the sewers? People who are worried about AA? People who are worried about her like glorifying her slurring oh my god <laughs> that's amazing well i i have a big heart but little patience isn't great it's why fine. aren't these taglines better the show is going to be phenomenal ramona singer 
age, I can't, age is an issue of mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. I love it. She's had the same tagline for the whole time. She doesn't usually use the word age. She uses the word time. She doesn't want anyone. It's like Mariah Carey and birthdays. Like she calls them an anniversary. She doesn't want anybody to know. Um, So Tinsley Mortimer, the worst of all the New York housewives. No. Yes. The worst. You guys, sidebar. So I met Tins at the um, finale taping, which was magical, which I talked about with, I think, Damien. I forget. Yeah, Damien a couple episodes ago. Maybe it was, in fact, the last episode that we did, which was a couple weeks ago. Um, but Tins initially did not want to do a sassy little selfie with uh, Sarah G over here. And I was like, she's like, well, I think I have to go. They're pulling me. I was like, no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I think I was like, no, sweetie. Like, I saw every episode of High Society. Like, you are taking this photo <laughs> with me right now. Um, okay, Tinsley Mortimer, whatever her last name is. What is her real last name? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Come on. Why cook when I can order room service? Absolutely not. Hard pass. <laughs> I know, but I do admire the fact that she's like living in a hotel. Paid for by Coupon Cabin or her mother? Those are great options. <laughs> Who cares? Um, interesting. Bless her heart. Sonia, Sexy J, Tremont Morgan. I'm not just a last name. I'm a legacy. Who has ever referred to Sonia by her last name? <gasps> um, me every time. Uh, <laughs> Sonia every time because that's all Sonia. Sonia walking in the park and saying to Dorinda that unlike Tinsley, she's an independent woman and then saying she doesn't know who she's going to beg to crash with in the Hamptons was like one of my favorite moments of this week's Real Housewives <laughs> of New York of which there were at so least many. 47 I moments. I just feel like Sonia's like really kind of like... Sad like, and depressing. I'm into it. Uh, no, but this season she's like being kind of like mean in like a way that I'm not... Sober Stones. Maybe we should get her a little... She's not sober. You saw her at Luann's show. I did. We didn't see her when she was topless. We saw the first best performance. She was falling out of her clothes then, too. I did talk to her at the finale taping she for fell, at least 20 minutes, and I don't know what we discussed. She fell over on our table at least 10 times. Like, she but kept thing is, like, falling out of her chair onto our but table. But she could just be excited. She said she, she loves was, her she gaze. She said she drank too much. She said she drank too but much. But maybe it was Perrier. Okay, so that was, um, so Sonia, I'm not just a last name, I'm a legacy. I'm not, I'm not it's against fine. it. Oh, whatever. For my birthday, I had a little birthday gathering and I literally got a gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, refined, sugar-free, $90. Everyone tried it and they were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. And I took the leftovers home. Was it home. really terrible? It was not good. It was $90 plus the cabs. It was, I said for 15 people, it was a cake for like 800 people. Is there any left in the freezer? Yeah. Do you want some? Yeah, I'll give you some. I, I do want to try it. Um, best wishes. <laughs> the, it's weird because it's dairy-free and yet the frosting tastes like butter, which I was like, cool. Um, I don't know how, but it's like super good for you. Shout out to Hugh Kitchen in Union Square. But um, I did reference the glorious sexy like day. I'm like thinking about cake right now. I'm like, Oh, you will eat. It. You will eat in I two seconds. I can't, I can't wait. wait. I can't wait to get it out of my freezer and into your tum. <laughs> um, but Sonia's tagline was uh, that I used it in chocolate icing, because that's like the only thing they could do that didn't have chemicals, which I was super sad about because I wanted pink, um, was, what, what did I put on the cake? I put... Um, uh, my gray orange. Oh, there's nothing gray about these gardens. Yes, there's nothing gray about these gardens. And I felt so weird, like, sending it to, like, these, like, healthy people no. and being like, here's my badge cake. Thank you so much in advance. <laughs> um, but it was not delicious, but it did look great on Instagram. So shout out. Um, Bethany, it's great to be successful, but it's even better uh, to be, be strong. She can't even let a tagline go without, without bringing up a fucking company. She has decided to rebrand herself as Bethany Puerto Rico 
Frankel, and I don't love it. Okay, I don't love it. Here's the thing. She is doing good work. Okay, guys, nobody... This is one of those things... Um, I haven't listened to Bitch Sesh since I started this podcast 800 years ago because I want all of the thoughts that I have to be, like, truly organic and filtered, but... I do remember... Why am I referencing Bitch Sesh? I do... Oh, um, so this is something that Bitch Sesh does where they say, like, no tagging. So nobody bring this up on social media. Genuinely don't bring this up at all. But I have spoken to high-level people in the entertainment industry, and that's all I'm going to say, who say that while Bethany has brought attention to Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, she has not in any way contributed the financial means that she has referenced several times of like millions of dollars. I can see her exaggerating that. I like just... super exaggerating. Like she's saying that she's going to donate all this money and like it uh, hasn't actually happened. All right. I Guys, I, I feel very conflicted about it because I, I think she's giving us enough to dislike her as new Bethany without like she's our like new Coke without like actually saying, you know, doing these things that aren't great. But I do believe, I do believe that a part of her is touched by what she's seeing in Puerto Rico. Like I a hundred percent believe it, but I also believe that she knows how great this is for her business. I'm so sorry, you guys, you know, I'm a Bethany apologist <laughs> or a reform for reform Bethany apologist. I still do have a lot of feelings about Jason Hoppy, but I just I love Jason Hoppy. I just think that I genuinely, I know that we've gone into tiffs about this before, but he, and I know that, listen, even nice guys can be dicks. That's what I've right. heard. But I do... Have you heard that? I might have heard that earlier today. But I do believe that, you know, something... Like, I do believe that maybe Bethany broke Jason a little bit. I really genuinely do. I think that all of this got to him and that she is a genuine broken bird. And I, I, you know, people are talking a lot about... I know we're on season whatever of New York, 10, I think. Yeah. People are already talking about 11. They're saying, is Jill going to come back? Would love it if it happens. I don't know that it actually will. Would really, really love it if it happens if Bethany's still on the show. I don't know that it will. I don't know that even with Bobby dying, rest in peace, um, someone lay fabric on his grave, that I I don't know that she would allow herself to be on the same playing field as Jill's Aaron. I don't know that it'll happen. But I also have to say, like, you know, we're getting glimmers of some tension between Carol and Bethany. I have to tell you, I was at that finale taping. They did not interact. I did not see them talk once. It was strange no, to me. they're not friends. I mean, Carol was just tweeting last, last week about how Bethany lies on the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because someone well, said... Someone's been telling me everything. Someone, I haven't been good about following my tweet, social media. Someone tweeted at her being like, Bethany said that, like, Ramona was the first... It was about who Bethany invited to the Puerto Rico, like, the... Whatever, her, yeah, she she flew out Dorinda or whatever. Right, and we so, saw it in the trailer. And so, and 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 she said that like they like she was the first to donate and like and, that Dorinda was yeah or, or Tinsley was the first to donate and then Ramona kicked in three k which is like half of a bag but okay right right whatever it was and 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 implied that Carol had it until later and Carol said no I was the first to donate and someone said well that's not what Bethany said and she said well Bethany like lies about a lot on the show wait a second is Bethany that shitty a person that she would totally ignore carol's donation because she no longer likes carol Listen, at the point of taping that's i think really I think shitty carol's full of shit too which we can talk about off off air but oh, like, can't wait guys I after show i don't believe either of them i don't really know what to believe but i feel like i'm team no one i always enjoy when carol references being a journalist on abc news because i do not for a second believe that that happened and i know that it did <laughs> but she has changed so much as a person like look at what she's doing now like 
That's so interesting to me. And it's different from like Dorinda's life where, you know, you got the sense from how she's spoken about her Richard, who sounds like a phenomenal, phenomenal husband, genuine rest in peace, um, that he got a kick out of it. Similar to Bobby Zarin, that Bobby Zarin was happy to be on camera. I mean, Kenya could learn a lesson or two from these wonderful, unfortunately, recently or semi-recently deceased gentlemen because... No, but I'm being serious because they supported their women. Yeah, for sure. I think that like, also it's a fine line though because like as Bethany has said before and she said this about recently brought this up in terms of um chloe kardashian she was like <laughs> what never, did bethany frankel have said, to say about said, chloe ne- should never trust a man who wants to be on camera never trust a man who perhaps suggests being on camera it's hard it's a it's a fine it's line. a fine line you, you're not going to know you're not going to know whether it's organic like, because cynthia, of love cynthia or, bailey's man is will cl- is a piece of shit who clearly wants to be desperado 100 desperado it's so it's so transparent so like I understand, like, yes, you want someone who's going to support you and, and film with you, but my God, I mean, you have to, someone who's too eager to do that, it's, like, never going to be Look okay. at Tom. Tom was on season one or season two, fucking grinding up against Ramona and Singer, married woman, out. and it wasn't great. Um, speaking of not great, so blackface, right? That was 100% blackface. That wasn't bronzer face. Uh, it was blackface, and by the way, there and are many maybe the forms, afro was worse. There are them? many forms of blackface, and yeah. you don't have to actually darken your face with shoe polish to have it be blackface. Like darkening right. your skin tone intentionally to portray a black person is blackface, and is completely inappropriate. And the fact that we're talking about it like it's actually debatable is shocking to me. And that Ramona, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that Ramona was defending it, but well, she but was, Ramona voted for Trump, so Ramona's like, "This is fine. We're Americans." It was shocking. to Make me, Make America though. bronzer face again is what it was, Ramona's honestly, thinking. Like, I felt like I was going crazy watching that. Watching Ramona's defense. And the, Are the you whole, kidding? No, the whole thing. Ramona says she's well informed because she reads the post. The online. whole thing, and then the next scene or the next whatever, Luann is fucking wearing cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> which, what is she thinking? <laughs> It wasn't good. She was wearing cornrows. It wasn't good. She couldn't say authenticity. And then she just tried to talk around it, <laughs> which is similar to me 20 minutes ago when I was trying to say like the and was like speaking on myself. It's like, hard. It's, life is hard, you guys. Um, I love the fact. I mean, I'm just looking. I, I, I love the fact that Sonia's referenced weight gain, which I have not seen on her body once. Right. No, no fewer than 19 times. Um, yeah, there was a lot going on. I'm I'm sort of confused and concerned that this season is going to be like Sonia Morgan versus the world. And maybe Sonia mm. Morgan with like a little bit of support from Luann who may or may not throw her under the bus versus everyone. It's not like... I think Luann and Sonia will stay tight. Well, they've put all these photos of them together in like holistic retreats all over social media. So, and I believe that it's a genuine real friendship. I think that they probably have bonding time and stuff that, you know, they can um, bond over. Um but I, I'm a little nervous for Sonia Rita. I'm also just honestly so passionately curious about watching whatever goes down with Bethany and Carol go down. And you saw a little glimpse of it. You did. You see it in starting this and, and you see it in the trailer for next week. It's going to be crazy. I'm so, it's like, I'm so happy that Potomac and New York are back because I really feel like we deserve a reward for Jersey and Beverly Hills and you're OC. Too, you're being too unkind to Jersey. OC, Guys, I'm not. OC Beverly Is this Hills my Sadaka for the day? I'm going <laughs> to pretend that Jersey was not super dumb. Okay. Can we just talk about Potomac, though? Yeah, guys, was there anything else? Listeners, just um, start talking. Wait, let's give the listeners 10 seconds. We're going to count okay. to 10. Listeners, feel free to add your thoughts on New York City now. Such a good 
That was actually that was a such lot, a good a opinion. Input, yeah. I loved it, and I can't wait for you to um, tell me about that in real time. Okay, so let's talk about Potomac. Um, fucking phenomenal. Why is the Washington Post, by the way, talking about a Potomac housewife? Not that I'm not into it, but like I don't know. I just I, okay. Yes, it's very entertaining. I don't love that. Once again, the storyline of one of these shows is like someone's husband has done some shady shit. Well, I do like that. Um, Karen is now the Sonia of Maryland, which I'm like super uh. into because it's like we have tons of money because Black Bill Gates and I. There's nothing weird about me buying a hundred thousand dollar car and not supporting my husband because all I'm trying to say is that I'm not financially. Uh, liable for this, but what I should be saying is I support him and will help him because we've been married for a hundred right. years and have several kids, and he's a black Bill Gates, and right, right. it's uh, weird to me. Um, I, I mean, I actually someone texted me about Sharice, and I realized that she wasn't on. She's a she's a friend of what? How or did maybe that? A guess. I, don't I think know. she might be a friend of. I didn't even realize she was gone, and then I was like, oh, wasn't she there? And then I was no. like, no, she's not there. She, yeah, no, but Monique off. is so phenomenal that I'm like, I yeah, I guess it. I guess it makes sense if you're going to replace the, somebody. The new one I don't know about yet. I'm not like I don't. The new one with the super unattractive fiance who has like ten different kids from ten different. I'm not ladies. Like, I'm not pro or con yet. I'm kind of like, okay, we'll see how this goes. I love how happy Monique gets when she's around her, and so in that way, I support it because right. I genuinely think Monique is phenomenal. Giselle. A gem. Streets yes. are talking. They're saying I fucking die for Giselle. Um, <laughs> Karen, the best. So weird. New face. Now she's officially a Bravo celebrity because she literally got a different head for this season. And I, <laughs> I appreciate it. I want to say thanks. Robin. Robin and what's his face? Juan? Yeah, I was going to say Miguel. I'm kind of... Wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I watched this. He had an HBO thing about like how he lost. Oh, no. It was about his parents like dying of AIDS or something. I forget. I watched what? it a while ago. It was really good. <laughs> Guys, go to... I'm being dead serious. Go to HBO Sports. There's an episode of HBO Sports that's all about Juan Dixon and being lied to about his parents or something. I forget what happens. And it's so good. I don't remember anything about it, but it's genuinely really good. Watch it if you are um, a complete sociopathic. I'm, like I'm worried that you're like misremembering this. No, it's really good. Are you going to Google Juan Dixon HBO Sports? Do that I'm right now. I'm just going to figure out what we're talking about here. Um, Ashley Darby and Michael back together because she needs someone to support her mother. It's so dark. It's super dark. Can't oh, you're believe people right. are... Thank you. I... His, pa- his, his parents were heroin addicts who died of, of AIDS. Thank you. Guys, I know everything about everything. Thank you so much. Um, Ashley Darby and Michael are back together for no reason. Not because they love each other. <laughs> he's, she was, he's so awful. He's awful. He's 100 years young. She is 17 and a half if she's a day. Her mother truly depends on her for financial support. No judgment there. But no. maybe he doesn't like it. And since it's his money... Either use your forthcoming divorce settlement to buy her a house or what? I don't know. It doesn't feel like they... I mean, they were throwing pillows on each other, and I guess that's kind of sweet, but that's what I would do with a friend, not with a husband. They're so unhappy and damaged. That fight last season was one of the darkest things on Housewives because it was so... They forgot the cameras were there, and it was so unpleasant to watch. The fight from across the street at the restaurant. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That wasn't good. That was was not not a good good. moment. I felt so uncomfortable. And also in the reunion, too, when they were like, bye. It wasn't. Uh -uh. And also Robin and Juan is super real because it's like, do you want to be with someone who doesn't really want to be with you? I know. I think that they will be together now just because like they're kind of like, like, fuck it. We're just like, we might as well. Well, if they're already having sex with each other, why not? But they weren't for a while, right? Or it was like very rarely. 
it was like uh, they were satisfying each other's needs, Ugh. which is so depressing, you guys. Okay, let's talk about um, their taglines. Giselle, if you can't handle me being the word on the street, then stop listening. Dead. Die for her. I just like she needs to like maybe Sherm's try me? something different. No, she doesn't. We're okay. on the street forever. 100 years. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, bye. And now she has like a beauty line. What's the beauty line? She told me about it. She's so gorgeous. Beauty, color, beauty, beauty for everybody. I forget. I love it. True color. No, that's Cindy Lauper. Somebody, <laughs> I forget. Um, Karen, baby, don't believe what you hear. The grand dom still holds center court. I would like a version of this to go to Robin because I think the center court thing is yeah, like basketball thing. Um, baby, don't believe what you hear. The grand dom. She doesn't, though. She holds center court in a rental in Virginia <laughs> that costs $9,000 a month. That's a good reason why, if you're $4 million in debt, why is... Why are you living in this huge mansion and your kids don't live with you and it's your husband's in a little confusing. bit of... Awesome. Uh, Monique, you'll never put me in a box because I'm the whole darn package. Damn package. You're on Bravo. <laughs> yeah, damn go, package. Go We're not it. children. Go for it. Jesus loves you. Robin, life has its ups and downs, but my game is on the rebound. So we have a lot of basketball happening. There's <laughs> it's a lot of love in basketball. That's <laughs> what's going on. Um, life has its ups and downs, but my game is on the rebound. Okay, I mean, it's like you're <laughs> referencing your husband because that's your storyline. Yeah, it's a weird storyline. That's line. literally her full storyline. She hasn't had a good storyline, though, ever. No, because literally her life is the... I like Robin pain. fine, but she's like like more of a supporting, a supporting player here. She's 100% a supporting player. And caduce to her, I say. Ashley, you may say I cause trouble, but I say I keep things interesting. I mean, I couldn't we do something about like coming from the land of Oz or something? Maybe not coming, but I, like I, I look land at that, of Oz. I look at that menu all the time, by the way. So they have you, these like emu sliders that I really want to try. Do you remember I don't even she? Eat meat, she brought them on Watch What Happens Live to do a tasting, thinking that Andy would like choke his way into being like they're delicious, and he like gagged, and not like gagged like in a fabulous like he just, Sonia like, hate, he just hated gay it. party way, but like it wasn't good. She had like a it was a fucking like kangaroo meatball or and some he was shit. Like, no. Yeah, because it's a kangaroo meatball. It's not going to be as good as that cake you're about to eat. Like it's what's uh, it going to be? Wait. It's not going to be terrific. Guys, I really, I, I mean, I feel like... Wait, does the new one not have a tagline yet? No, she doesn't, not yet. Um, I feel like there's so much happening. I love all of it. I'm so excited. It's to just ha- so much. It's so there's much. so much. There's four of them. I'm like, I'm like, I need a break. Um, well, you will get a break because Atlanta has two more episodes and maybe a secret's revealed. And what else there, is No, on? Atlanta's doing a 10th anniversary special, which I'm very excited about. Oh, my God. If Atlanta does a 10th anniversary special and it's half as good as the OC oh, 100 episode, no, I love- which I had on my DVR and I watch... I'm not... You guys know I'm like... So, I'm such a... I'm like so deeply devoted. This is my religion. Shalom. Like I watched it... Like forty times. No, I love when they do like a special like that. So I'm and it very was so excited. good, and it was so dramatic because they were like saying so they were saying so many terrible things about Gretchen that Gretchen was like, "What the well, fuck?" That is was that the the season eight secrets revealed one. No, that was like the hundred episodes. And these are a hundred episodes. But the one that was like that was talking about how Gretchen like faked her storylines was season eight, like behind the scenes one. Oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. Came yeah. A couple yeah, years yeah, later, yeah, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Love them both. Season eight was the best OC uh season ever i also love the beverly hills when they talked about um, season one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. holy shit did you do more of those that's when they really admit how much producers fuck with things yeah and i love when they did the vanderpump rules one too i don't watch that but you don't watch vanderpump rules Mm -mm. guys shout out to vanderpump rules and also do you watch married to medicine nope well i know that you have a lot of like stuff going on because you're like insanely busy busy and fabulous there's so much tv but you guys if you watch one episode of anything 
ever, even with no context, <laughs> even though you're 100% not going to understand it, the, the part three Married to Madison reunion was maybe the darkest, realist, most amazing relationship tutorial where you watch a couple who came onto the show with a shocker saying, I know that you guys say like, we are the couple that you emulate, but by the way, we're getting a divorce. And over the course of three parts, they are counseled by their castmates of why they should not get a divorce and stay together. And by the end, there is hope. And they're saying that they're not going to like hand in the papers to their oh divorce attorneys. Fucking amazing. I may have cried. For the yeah, very first have, time. you have to. Um, do you like that blonde hair that was on your microphone? I do. I should. I you guys, it. it's yeah. part of my charm. Um, Lewis Peitzman, anything that we didn't talk about? Should we talk about D- uh, um, DC maybe? Or Miami for you know what? 87 I'm, minutes? I'm actually fine. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm good. Guys. I'm, wait, I'm ready for, I want Dallas to come back soon though. I, I can't. It. I can't wait for Dallas to come back. I am feeling fine too. Such a pleasure. Guys, follow us on whatever. Um, <laughs> iTunes reviews, you know, I die for them. Five stars, new audio as of several months ago. Sounds great. Sounds so good. Um, follow Lewis Pitesman on everything though you probably are like the rest of America and are already do follow me on instagram dame callies to see a picture of that fucking amazing cake and maybe some boob photos that we're about to take let's take a little selfie after this i look fantastic we're really killing it we're really killing it today guys um love you die for you remember the tagline contest tweet and instagram your tagline if you were a housewife and maybe one day you will be um and send them to lewis and myself or just hashtag andy's girls and a winner i will announce on next week's show and then send a sassy little t-shirt um too so mazel to all of you i love all of you so many exciting housewife interviews coming up in the next couple weeks can't wait to Kiki with them and with you. Lewis, any uh, closing words? I mean, I feel like I should have come up with something, but I'm actually... Tell me how pretty I look. You look amazing. Thank you. How thin? The thinnest. Thank you. Oh my God. You guys, on that note, love you. Love my gaze just as much as Sonia. And um, (laughs) I will talk to you again soon. Bye guys. Die for you.